Uh, there's a blast from the past, Rita. Those were the days, my friend, by Mary Hopkin. Following on from last week's piece from Rita Ehrlich about the cost of running a restaurant, this week Rita digs out some of her old menu collection and reflects on the good old days when crayfish cost one shilling in a Melbourne restaurant. Let me take you back in time. I'm not sure how far back exactly, except that I know it's well before decimal currency was introduced in 1966. And it's when telephone numbers had a letter, a single letter, and four digits. In this case, it was F for Fred 1378. That phone number would have got you through to the Italian Society, known then as the Continental Club Restaurant. The site is still there at the top end of Burke Street, but the restaurant's long gone. So, in whatever year we are, the minimum charge was two shillings and sixpence. If I say 25 cents, which is what it would have been when decimal currency was introduced, that's misleading. Although I can give you a point of reference, in 1956, a round of mixed sandwiches cost one shilling and sixpence at a place called Fan Court in Little Collins Street. I think that included a cup of tea, too. So I'm thinking this was before then, sometime in the early 1950s, I'd say. And what was on the menu? Some of it sounds very familiar, although the menu listing would be dressed up a bit. Fried whiting, anyone? Or crayfish, either with mayonnaise or green sauce. The mayonnaise dates this menu. Almost no menu now mentions mayonnaise. Aioli, certainly, which is a garlicky cousin. And would you like veal cutlets a la milanese? Or spezzatino con piselli, a veal stew with peas? Perhaps roast chicken, which has become a Sunday lunch favourite. Those dishes were on the typewritten side. The printed side, which was a la carte and allowed ten minutes for those dishes, offers such treats as crayfish mayonnaise for one shilling. Those were the days when crayfish were cheap and a pub favourite. The beef was mainly fillet steak, with various descriptors. I couldn't find fillet imperial, anything imperial on a food search these days, and you were in Chinese cooking. Fillet Bismarck came with a fried egg, I think. Chateaubriand, that centre cut of fillet, usually for two, was there too. I used to have a huge collection of old menus, mainly from the 1980s. I used to have a huge collection of old menus, mainly from the 1980s, but I donated most of them to the State Library of Victoria. Some of them are in Adelaide. As a collection, they were so revealing of their time. Many were handwritten, not typed and not printed, because printing was expensive. They became the basis of a book I wrote, Melbourne by Menu, which is a history of Melbourne restaurants in the 1980s, and how that decade shaped what was to come. So let's look at prices from the early 1980s. A restaurant called Savini, which was part-owned by Giancarlo Giusti, who started Grinder's Coffee, offered three courses for $26. From that menu, I'd still probably choose to start with panzerotti con spinaci e ricotta, ravioli-like pasta filled with spinach and ricotta, 
and then I'd go to the Misto di Pesce alla Griglia, mixed grilled fish. A mixed grill is such a hard thing to get right, but when it's right, then there's this huge pleasure of exploring different tastes and textures. For dessert, well, there was a selection of cheese or an orange-flavoured creme caramel. Oh, that's where I got the idea from. Or fruit salad with Vinsanto. That was $26 40 years ago. These days I'd expect to pay about 110 for three courses, maybe a little more in a restaurant of comparable quality. The grander restaurants think up to $200 for a really glamorous fixed-price dinner. For most places, though, it's about four times the cost of a meal at Savini, and that sounds about right. Certain things have gone up much more. The cost of a house, a car, gas and electricity. And rates. In the household folder where I keep bills, I saw what's happened to the cost of my rates. More than four times. And housing is the big expense now. So what's changed on the food front? The cost of meat, for a start. Beef and lamb are now expensive. You won't find a steak in a $110 three-course menu. Be prepared to pay a supplement. Fish is more expensive, too. In 40 years, we've seen the development of lucrative export markets and the diminution of fish supplies because of overfishing. There are lots of extras now. Bread, for one. I remember the first restaurant to introduce a charge for bread, a very smart Italian restaurant in St Kilda, and its model, clearly, was the Italian practice of charging coperta, a cover charge, so to speak, that covered the cost of table linen and bread. Italy's style, there was an extra cost for vegetables too. There weren't many restaurants open on a Sunday 40 years ago. Now there's likely to be a surcharge for Sunday dining and a surcharge for credit cards. The surcharge for Sunday is meant to cover the increase of cost of staffing. I always hope it goes to the right people. So how do we manage to go out when there are so many financial pressures on us? Sunday lunches are often a very good idea. Set menu, usually a roast. The choice changes weekly. Fixed price and very good value. Or there's takeaway, which means you can supply things at home too if you want. Provadour provides a glamorous delivery service. Or, of course, you can cook at home. No one ever factors in the cost of labour for a home-cooked meal, and nobody leaves a tip at home. But this is my advice, my tip if you like. Remember to say thank you for a delicious dinner to the person who cooked it. That was Rita Rulick ruminating on the cost of crayfish back in the 1960s.